DJ Davey Dave. Hi, thank you. Welcome. Thank you for the intro. Thank you. Um, I'm your host with the most, DJ Davey Dave. <laughs> and um, welcome to Moving You Along. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to our 53rd episode. So today we'll be talking about study abroad. And disclaimer, we are still in COVID, so this is just reminiscing on good times in the past or maybe dreaming of someday in the future. But we brought on two guests, Dave and Tim, so we'll hear more from them later. But let's start off with our weekly recap. Uh, Ming, what did you do? <laughs> I feel like whenever you do the intro, you're always like interrogating what we did. <laughs> um, this week was, I don't know, pretty much the same as usual, except I guess something that I realized during work that was pretty, I don't want to say profound, but it was like a good thing to realize was like last week I was kind of stressing about work that I talked about earlier in the other podcast. It was like kind of carrying over into this new week. And so I was complaining to um one of my like co-workers I guess like the youngest one after or before me so and she actually was able to sympathize and empathize it was like giving me really good advice and it felt just really nice to have my feelings like affirm that I wasn't just making this up in my mind or I wasn't like blowing it out of proportion or anything like it was it was real and I think when we were talking about, or after we finished talking about it, I kind of thought of, of our last week's episode where we talked about mentors. And I feel like, I don't think she's a mentor, but it's definitely good to have like, kind of like people on your side at work, especially as like a younger person. It's nice to feel heard, even if we're just complaining over like teams or something. Um, just as long as you're making sure you're actually like sending the message to the right per- person. <laughs> <laughs> because I'd be worried like about doing that but yeah it was a really nice feeling and it kind of carried me throughout the rest of the week of the work week and into this week just like a good like I ha- someone has my back and um I can tell her if I need to v- vent or anything like that but um that was pretty much it for this this week it it was just that realization and then uh, more crocheting, of course. I got more yarn <laughs> so I can start a new project. So wow. I'm excited to get into that. And yeah, that, that, that's basically my update. Very nice. Sally. Wholesome. <laughs> oh, man. My week this week has been really hectic. Like, when she I've, sighs, you know it's going to be big. <laughs> <laughs> I've been really busy and my mentor's been giving me like a bunch of different projects to work on all at the same time and I still haven't finished like analyzing the last round of experiments that I did so I'm feeling like really overwhelmed honestly but Mm. I mean there's nothing I can do except just keep going (laughs) and um I don't know I feel like I've been uh, some things that have been working in the past are not working now so I'm kind of like I don't know what's going wrong and today I was like preparing this sample for someone that we work with like not in our lab a collaborator and I just realized at the end of the day that I forgot to do this one step and I really hope it doesn't mess up the whole thing because I don't know but yeah I just I hope it all goes well and she doesn't notice that I did something wrong in the protocol but 
we'll see. Um, <laughs> but besides work, um, oh, this weekend I watched this film, Hong Kong film from 2015. And it's like a social critique about like the government and like mm. also Hong Kong society in general. But it's a it's called 10 Years. It's on Netflix. And it's really crazy how this film is. So it's split up into five different short films. And a lot of the things that they talked about in this film are actually like coming true. Like they came true actually in the future. So like the first uh, short film was talking about um, the rulers in Hong Kong, like the government rulers were trying to um, pass this national national security law. And then later on, I think in 2019, yeah, it was when the government actually tried to pass this law and that started like this whole thing was the start of like the protests mm-hmm. in Hong Kong and this whole movement now that's still going on now, actually. And um, a lot of the like kind of like erasure of Hong Kong culture is also talked about in this in this mo- film and like um, the censorship, government censorship of like certain words and kind of and also like in bookstores censorship of books um foreshadow like a lot of the like censorship in hong kong and like this disappearance of several um bookstore owners in hong kong so like these kind of incidents there was no i mean like looking back at it they probably had some signs back then that they noticed but if i were in 2015 and i saw this film i wouldn't think much of it but now that i'm like watching Mm. it retrospectively it's like kind of chilling to see some of the things they foreshadowed come true so that was an interesting film did you watch it with your parents yeah i watched it with my Mm. parents my dad recommended it (laughs) and it's it was also like um voted or chosen as like the top film of the year in some hong Mm. kong film awards thing but um the showing was like that it had very limited showings because it was so political and controversial and Mm. yeah but it's cool it was cool Mm. to watch it maybe i'll watch it was it a documentary no it's not a documentary it's like films like Mm. made by directors of movies (laughs) i don't know i don't know how to explain (laughs) it it's a film like fiction uh yeah the stories are fictional but they're based Mm. on some things that might be true yeah Mm. wait on a different note (laughs) i i totally forgot that um something that i did this weekend i guess related to watching something but entirely not political at all was Mm. watching uh uh ryan the last dragon yeah Mm. i watched it on disney plus it was quite good i would I know that right now it's like uh, blocked, like you have to pay extra for it, but I would say it's worth the money. It was it was a good film. And so you bought it on Disney Plus, like for yeah. limited watching? Uh, no, it's not limited. Like once you buy it, you have it. It's not the oh. same as Minari, but I guess it's the same thing as Mulan, where like if you do want to watch it now instead of a few months later, you buy it now, mm-hmm. just like as a theater release kind of thing. So I split it with Stefan. And yeah, it's a really good, like the story is really good. And um, I think you guys would really appreciate that the art style of it too. It's so pretty, and yeah, it was it was a good. I guess as a on a different side of Sally's film 
this film was very good. I would recommend it. So just giving that a shout out. But yeah, that's that's also something I did this weekend. Um, Linda, did you consume any media or <laughs> anything me? else to talk about? Yeah. So I consumed a lot of criticisms about Raya oh. On, oh, really? on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I knew it. Because whenever Disney puts out something, you know, there's got to be something wrong with it that people can pick up on. I mean, I, I kind of still want to see it just to see it but you know the criticisms are like it's not even available in southeast asian countries or Mm -hmm. they had like east asian voice actors playing the characters Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. aquafina is in it and like all of this stuff so maybe i just consume things because i'm a hater but oh i've been consuming (laughs) um i got breath of the wild on switch and i invested in a, a micro sd card (laughs) <laughs> for my switch to get storage and that's what i've been doing like while we were waiting for sally to finish talking with her mentor i was like <laughs> playing the and like trying to kill all the things i was like getting so worked up and like all sweaty and like so stressed <laughs> out over <laughs> wait what's the point like, of the, the first mission sd card is so it just for storage because the game yeah yeah wait so you're saying that what how many games do you have you have animal crossing and uh, hades hades just those yeah. two? You had to get yeah. another card? Oh, wow. The, okay. So Breath Switch of the Wild is pretty big. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the Switch storage is really small. Like, you have to, if you want to have, like, a good amount of games, you have to get an SD card. Is this, is it just because it's the light? Or Sally, do you too? No, mine is two. Mine is, like, oh, I think it's okay. only, I, actually, I don't know. I think it's only a few <laughs> gigs. <laughs> yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. But anyways, how do you like yeah. Breath of the Wild? Because I remember Ming tried to play mine and she was like so stressed <laughs> so just defeating the first monsters. <laughs> like the weakest so monsters in the it. game. I feel like they're kind of easy to defeat, but it's like the Joy-Con drift or something. I like lose my character all the time and then I get like hit from behind. Also, everything's so far away. So you have to like run for such a long time to get mm-hmm. to the next shrine or something. Well, you'll get think, horses later yeah. on. <laughs> wait what that's what i wanted to get to the horses <laughs> wait i remember Ming was always talking about the horses so. <laughs> yeah so i guess we haven't gotten to the horses <laughs> yeah no i got it yesterday so i uh, and, okay. and i had to wait for the sd card to come in from best buy so i was super excited to try it and it's so pretty mm-hmm. um i'm on the first part but i guess you can explore more it's like an yeah. open world game yeah i love the open world concept how we can explore all these like random places and there's like little mm-hmm. missions hidden that's cool but then after you beat the game you don't feel like exploring anymore <laughs> all right yeah i feel like it's gonna take me years to beat the game because it's taking me like so long just to find out where everything is i can barely read a map on google <laughs> maps so just okay. trying to <laughs> i have a question can you climb the tower can you successfully climb the tower because that was my downfall quite literally that huge thing yeah <laughs> okay yeah i fell off and died sometimes i like throw (laughs) i throw myself off a cliff and then the view is so disorienting like it's so scary even though i know you're just like come back are you still in the training ground like the (laughs) the first place i i'm like where the old man is yeah you're still in the training place (laughs) (laughs) not you in the real world Wait, that's not the real world? No, the world is much bigger than that. Oh, yeah. I was, like, resisting pulling out my Switch during work today. Um, (laughs) But 
Oh, actually, like relating to Ming, um, I feel like more like I can be by, like myself at work and to show more of like my personality. Like when I'm messaging someone, I say like, oh, 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 or, you know, I'll like talk how <laughs> how I talk to my friends kind of. And you know how like I say I make like the National Geographic joke all the time and you guys think it's so annoying, but I said it during work. And everyone thought it was so funny and like, uh, um, wait, what? <laughs> okay, what? What is this I National like, Geographic? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I would say it all the time whenever something would be pretty or it's like a nice picture. Oh, you you say that is National Geographic? Yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> yes. Just getting close Wait, to like have our you coworkers. texted or have you messaged like okay or okay i e to uh, a coworker yet? Yeah, I do that all the time. Oh my gosh, look at that. <laughs> that's so unprofessional. <laughs> I okay. I feel like I'm always taking a risk anytime I send like the smiley emoji. So <laughs> that's where I'm at. I don't even send emojis. <laughs> you should try it out. No, but okay. I get. Like, I also feel more comfortable in my role now. Like, when I see my colleagues, like, in the lab or whatever, we've been having more just, just like, conversations. Not just about science, just, like, about, you know, life and stuff. So that's been fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So for this episode, we have on two guests. So double the fun. And I guess I'll go ahead and introduce them since, um, <laughs> I don't know, we all met them around the same time through TASA. Um, the Oregon campus, but yeah, we're all pretty friendly now. So I'd like to introduce Dave and Tim. So if you guys want to introduce yourselves, what you're doing now, post-grad, I guess, or, and then we'll get into why we brought you on to talk about studying abroad. Dave, you want to go first? No, you, you already said something, so you, you can go first. You can go first, Timmy. All right, then. Um, yeah. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name's Tim. I... Uh, I'm a University of Maryland graduate. I met them, in, like Ming said, in TASA. And I guess right now I'm just working from home as a software engineer. So, yeah, kind of dull. <laughs> Back to you, Dave. Wow. Thank you, Timmy. Thank you for sending it this way. I'm David. Sometimes I go by Dave. Um, I'm also working from home. I'm... <laughs> My official title isn't software engineer, but you know, that's kind of what I do. So <laughs> we'll roll with that. Research scientist, right? Yeah, I'm a research oh. scientist. You know, I'll be mm. doing some science, maybe. You know, I can't really <laughs> talk about it. So <laughs> we'll leave it at that. But yeah. Okay. Thanks for having us on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, we can get into the, the main topic of the episode, I guess, which is studying abroad and None of us three actually did study abroad during college, even though we wanted to. We never got the chance. So we wanted to bring you two on because we know that you two studied abroad in different locations, but you also managed to meet up while being abroad, which I think is pretty cool. So we can talk about your experiences. So Tim, if you want to start by saying where you studied abroad and like at what time during college you did. Yeah, um, sure. So I studied abroad in Edinburgh. Um, it's the capital of Scotland, and um, I did it the second semester of my junior year. Um, and wait, is that is that everything? Yeah, sure. 
Okay, yeah. Um, that's 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 it, I guess. Back to you, Dave. Wow, thank you, Timmy. Once again, a beautiful response and a beautiful segue. <laughs> um, yeah, same stuff. What? Psych. <laughs> same. I studied abroad in Madrid. <laughs> yeah, Linda has we, a we question. like to keep your viewer. No, I think it's yeah. wrong. Oh. Linda has a question about how you say Barcelona. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, because I I thought you went yeah, to okay, Barcelona, so, but it's Barcelona, right? No, okay, I visited Barcelona or Barcelona. Wait, they actually say it like that? <laughs> yeah, because okay, because that region is like it. different. So oh. there's Spanish there. It's like. Is like Catalan. We so were making like fun the... of them. Yeah, we're like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> it's like a C with like a little beard. A be- and then there's like Barcelona. Mm. And they're like, Fee. Vale. Okay, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Dave, confirmed. To, to also confirm, you did study abroad at the same time as Tim, right? Yeah, second semester, junior year, aka spring 2019. <laughs> Live it up, Timmy. <laughs> it was a good time. Was a good time. <laughs> okay. Uh, before we talk about how much of a good time it is, why don't we talk about like why you just studied to, decided to study abroad, like in general, and then maybe why like at that time? Because I think a lot of people they have like the idea of wanting to study abroad for college. Like it's such a cool, mm-hmm. exciting thing to do. But like, I don't know of many people who actually get it done, you know, who actually go through the process, at least through UMD. I know that Sally and I like started the process, but we never like completed it. <laughs> True. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I can start. Um, yeah, take it me, away, it was like kind of like I got baited a little like baited. I wasn't originally planning on doing it because um, like I was originally a member on the TASA board. All right. Um, oh, yeah. At the time. <laughs> uh but then but then like i was like considering it because it seemed like such a cool once in a lifetime opportunity uh and um dave was going and just like our friend jesse like we had a bunch of friends going as well so then i ended up deciding to apply and i chose edinburgh because uh for cs it had like a lot of transfer credits because edinburgh is like pretty well known for their they call it informatics over there, but it's basically just their CS program. Mm. Um, and then, so then like I wanted to transfer credits and also like junior year, second semester would have been the best time for me because uh, job search, job searches for CS usually start in the fall and going in the spring is a little late uh, for a- applying to those jobs. So I wanted to be here in the States uh, s- senior year for semester. Mm. Um but yeah, yeah, that, that's basically my motivation. And yeah, I kind of got convinced because of the fact that it was like pretty alluring to like, you know, live in a foreign country. And I knew a bunch of friends that were going around that time too. So I thought it'd be like the best time to go. If you didn't have friends going at the same time, would you still go? Mm. No, nah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Like knowing now, I'd probably still go. Mm-hmm. But like... At the time, I definitely because I I did have obligations like at UMD, I guess that I kind of abandoned <laughs> your um, casserole. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, <or> scrub. <laughs> <laughs> and and like yeah, I don't know. Like if everyone else was staying, then like I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't have like felt as good like leave or like felt as okay with leaving. Mm-hmm. But since Dave was leaving too, I was like, all right, like you know, <laughs> someone else is doing it. So hold on, that's probably I mean, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dave, do you want to share your? Oh yeah. Mm, <clears throat> what do you think? I don't really know why I studied abroad. I think I just kind of yoloed it. Yeah, I know Jesse was doing it, <laughs> and then, and then uh, what else was I thinking? Um, okay, so my my degree is like a little different than Tim's, I would say. Uh, I did like a computer engineering thing, so it's like computer science with some electrical engineering, and generally the EE courses at Maryland are like not as uh, um. Well, they're not as like strong as the CS courses, okay. I'll say. Um, <laughs> so I figured, you know, studying abroad for like the EE courses would be like fine, and um, it fit into my schedule kind of for the most part. I had to like finesse some stuff my senior year because it kind of screwed up my electives a little bit. So, um, like my senior year, I ended up taking a prerequisite as a co-requisite for one of my classes. Because nothing else fit, and the professor was like really nice about it, so that kind of worked out. But yeah, I didn't really didn't have much of a plan for it. It was just kind of like, yeah, I kind of need these courses, and then it was like, hmm, okay, enough of these courses work. And then it was like, well, our friend is are going to, you know, going abroad, and then I was like, hmm, I guess I'm going abroad. <laughs> but yeah, but I don't why know, because like place? it wasn't like definitely wasn't for the school, huh? Madrid. Why Madrid? Why Madrid? Yeah. Madrid. Why Madrid? Okay, it was my decisions were like between Madrid and Denmark, because like Denmark had like a better school, but then I was like, am I really gonna study? <laughs> so <laughs> true. <laughs> why true. bother? Did you actually and study then, in Madrid? Did I actually study? Okay, I okay, I had classes two days of wow. yeah, two days, wow, Tuesday nice. and Thursday. Yeah, it was pretty nice. It was like. <laughs> It was like six hours, like for like those two days, and then and all you have to do is pass the exams. Mm. So yeah, pass fail I mean, was a blessing. Yeah, pass fail was really nice. But yeah, anyway, why did I choose Madrid? Basically, um, kind of like the food and like the life, and uh, <laughs> my Spanish sucked, so definitely not that. But <laughs> my Spanish was like good enough. It was okay. But I, let me tell you, I did not learn much oh. Spanish there. <laughs> I did not go in with a, an exceptional knowledge of the language. Mm. But it, it was, uh, you know, just the promise of it all. And then, like, the availability of everything was uh, enticing. Mm. And it was fun. That, so. That's also another thing. Like, I chose Edinburgh because I didn't want to learn a new language. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, like, I, I was, like, worried I wouldn't be able to make friends if I... Um, yeah didn't speak the language there that's That's a good point did you learn the accent though no no way i could never you can't do an accent (laughs) right now (laughs) no but i come on tibby come on you know you tried it tibby tell him what you said tell him what you said tibby he has a new phrase he likes to say i would say okay but i did say cheers a lot cheers so that's something huh dave what's the phrase it's just cheers. Oh, there. cheers. Like, oh, yeah. yeah cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. Yeah. Like, they use a lot there. Today. Like, like, they give you, like, a, a cup of water. Cheers. It's, just <laughs> a, it's such a, like, useful phrase, you know? Like, That's true. It, it can mean, like, thanks. It can mean, like, share. Or, like, it can mean, like, 
you know, like so many different things. Do you sign? And it just sounds cool. Do you so. sign off on your emails? Your email? like, cheers, <laughs> comma, Tim. No, 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 no. <laughs> only, only in like casual okay. conversation or like, you know, like if I'm saying it, then then it's okay. Yeah. Because I kind of got used to it when I was like hanging out with my roommates, and, or I guess they call them flatmates, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, cheers, Tim. <laughs> they they use it so like the. The British and the Australians use it so much. Mm-hmm. Or I guess the New Zealanders too, but just everyone but the US, I guess. <laughs> I guess we'll probably touch on like language and those kind of barriers or challenges maybe later on in the episode. But I think okay. we really wanted to get into uh, your daily life. And you guys kind of touched on it of like how often you actually went to class, but I think another th- reason why people also want to study abroad so badly, it's because it's perceived as kind of like an easy semester or like you take easier classes and it's more of just a chance to really immerse yourself in the new environment. And like I've heard personally, like people will just party and stuff while abroad. So we want to know the actual truth on that. And if you guys did really like because the classes you said are pass fail, right? Are all classes or just the ones you took specifically? All classes are pass fail, but like you need to take specific classes if you want credit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the grades might still show up on your transcript or something because like grad schools care maybe, but like they don't affect your GPA. Yeah, it kind of depends on like the program you go to mm-hmm. and what yeah, you want. That's Some true. of them are letter grade, and then you actually need to get like. Like, they give you the letter grade, and it actually matters. But then some schools are just pass fail. It just depends on, like, what program you're doing. Mm-hmm. But most people... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, most people just choose, like, yeah, pass fail. Me and Dave for sure didn't study much. <laughs> so what <laughs> oh, were you doing? Oh, oh, oh. Speak for yourself, Timmy. Yeah, what were you doing, Timmy? Huh? If you weren't studying so hard in a lot. little apartment. Mm. And then also, like, uh, when the on the weeks I wasn't traveling, I'd, like either go like because like a lot of the other study abroad kids didn't care as much either so like i'd hang out with them or you know i just bum in my room (laughs) there's so many options but yeah a lot of it was traveling Mm. like so you were traveling while traveling (laughs) yeah i guess you could put it that way like a lot of it was like because our lectures or my lectures were recorded they don't take attendance. Oh wow! And like you don't have any assignments except the final exam. So it's basically like base. It's basically just setting it up so that you can like leave, and it doesn't really affect you. Mm-hmm. Um. So like I'd like book the cheapest flights, which would usually be like on Wednesdays or Thursdays, and then uh, and then like come back on Tuesday, and then like I'd rest for a day on Wednesday, <laughs> and then I'd go go back to the airport on oh Thursday. God, a day of rest. <laughs> there were we. Yeah, there were weeks like that, or like I'd say even like the whole month of March, basically. Wow, was like that for me. So Wait, it was definitely like going? not much studying. Um, okay, so I guess for example, March, I went to first. I went to the Italian Alps, and then I went to Rome, and then I went to Sweden, Stockholm. Hmm. Wait, so, yeah, Stockholm, and then. And then I, and then I think the last week was a break, because we had spring break the next week, so I had more plans then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just something like that. 
Did you? When did we go to Amsterdam, Dave? I don't remember. I think Amsterdam might have been the week after. But yeah, sorry, I cut you off. Oh, I was just going to say, like, you said the reasons why you chose Edinburgh and um, your country specifically. But do you think a factor Mm -hmm. maybe that you realized later was like being in Europe, you're you have so much access to other countries? I think that's pretty unique compared to the U.S. where you're literally stuck in the U.S. unless you take a pretty long flight. But like you could easily Mm -hmm. go to different countries pretty quickly, it sounded like. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's super casual there, like the culture, like a lot of people, like even the normal student, like the regular students, they're like used to just traveling within mm-hmm. the EU and like just just like going to like another country on like a trip and it's just chill. It's like normal there because, you know, going from France to like Belgium or something is like going from like Maryland to Florida or <laughs> something like that. So, you know. Yeah. Oh. But I will say though that the UK is like kind of more annoying to like <laughs> yeah, get in and out of because the <laughs> customs there are a lot more strict. Mm. Wait, and yeah. it's basically like US customs. So Spain is actually part of the EU, right? Still, yeah, yeah. So. Madrid is actually like a decent hub okay. for like mm-hmm. travel. It's like yeah, not Edinburgh the cheapest place to come hub. out of, but there's like you can kind of get <laughs> anywhere from Madrid. Did you travel a lot too, Dave? I know you guys traveled together yeah. a few times, but. Did you ever do anything different from Tim in terms of where you went? Yeah, kind of. I went to Morocco. Oh. oh. <laughs> and and you went skiing with Diana. Oh yeah, in Switzerland. Yeah. And then we went to we went to Ibiza too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But it was like it was bef- it wasn't like party season oh. yet, so it was just a little <laughs> it's a little chilly. Chilly. But it was um yeah. Wait, did I think actually for travel, Barcelona is like a better hub. Mm-hmm. It's like cheaper. Mm-hmm. But Dave, did study abroad make you more of a partier? Because I remember before, like you wouldn't <laughs> really party, at least in my memory. Hmm. Well, you gotta. I can answer that for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you They're alcoholics. Spaniards do, Ooh, man. You can't. Are such alcoholics in like a very relaxing way. Relaxing. <laughs> like, like in a good way. Like. It's just like more chill there. Mm. So, you know, having a glass of wine with every meal is is good. Maybe two. Maybe three. Oh my gosh. You know? oh my God. Yeah, they, they drink. They drink all and the time. Like lunch, get a drink. <laughs> like your and, you meal know, lunch, is literally lunch like can a, be a couple hours. You know, that's no big yeah. deal. Lunch is mm. long. And then like, they, like, they don't eat a lot, but they drink a lot. Is naps a thing? Like daytime napping? No, people don't actually like just there's like no areas to like just go take a nap but they'll give you like a long lunch break to do whatever like i had a two-hour lunch break oh wow and that was just like the lunch break like it wasn't like i specifically made like a little gap that was two hours long no it was literally like two hours of like lunch wow and then yeah that was nice but yeah i did drink a lot (laughs) (laughs) but like (laughs) i wouldn't say it was excessive (laughs) I mean, yeah, you can never have too much alcohol in Spain. Yeah, it was just, you know, I gotta be part of the culture. I gotta <laughs> experience it. So. <laughs> I guess speaking of part of the culture, <laughs> yeah. who were y'all partying with? Or what were the friends like? Because you had a lot of people that you knew, but did you meet anyone new while you were there? Or mm-hmm. like, what was the process like you, getting to know people? Were your friends like locals or were they also study abroad people? Uh. 
so for me, I think it was a mix of both because like I had friends from UMD and then I also had like my flatmates and then my friends from UMD had their own like friends. Mm. Mm. So like, you know, so like basically, I guess the way to describe it is like I had friends from the States and then we each had our own like local <laughs> friends that we would like hang out with. Um, but yeah. Um, it, it was weird. I'd say like half and half, I guess. If I like a lot of the times I was traveling, but when I wasn't traveling, then I was hanging out like half and half with state you Americans <laughs> and then like with Europeans. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I met very few locals. Mm. I'll admit, <laughs> I was uh, there's like, well, first off, there's a language barrier, mm-hmm. and then like being Asian is also kind of like kind of weird because everyone's like white and then and so you do kind of feel like out of place and then also like my spanish isn't like the greatest (laughs) and then but um yeah but we had like yeah we had our other umd buddies and then they made friends with like other abroad people from different like from different colleges from uh the u.s Mm -hmm. so we kind of met them and other people but yeah, it was pretty hard to meet local people because our housing situation too wasn't that we lived with local people. We lived with other like people that were studying from or working from out of the country. So we lived with like an Italian guy who was doing a basically pre-med or med school and then someone else who was working as an English teacher from Alaska. Oh, wow. And so, yeah. So we didn't live with other students or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of a bummer. But then, um, yeah, mostly just our, our people. And, uh, yeah, we yeah, we went out a lot. <laughs> but no, there's, I mean, it's good to have someone that kind of does speak Spanish. Like we had, like our buddy Diana, our buddy Diana has a friend named Sarah who we kind of went out with a couple of times and she's like fluent in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So she kind of knows like what's up mm-hmm. and she can actually converse reliably dave i i I wanted to go back to what you said about being asian um Mm -hmm. when you said that everyone was white do you mean like the people you were traveling with were white or like no everyone is as well like the spanish students everyone okay everyone in europe is white (laughs) really (laughs) to back me up here like spain and like i think i think yeah countries are like spain like it wasn't in edinburgh's like the at least the college itself was pretty diverse, mm-hmm. but I know like for a fact that one of my friends um, who was in Valencia, he like, like when I traveled him with him, he was like talking about how they're like kind of xenophobic mm. in Spain. Wow. And like, he definitely felt yeah. like alienated or isolated in Spain uh, because of his ethnicity. Yeah. Um, Asians are like a pretty, minority. It's pretty minority. white there. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is very white. And then, yeah. And then, but the weird thing is sometimes you'll see like, there was like a, like a fruit stand near our apartment that was run by an Asian dude. And he like spoke Spanish to me, <laughs> um, but he, he, he'd be calling like his mom or his wife in Chinese. Mm-hmm. And I'd understand that. And then he'd speak Spanish to me when I was like buying my mango or something. It's like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you initiated. Yeah, you initiated Chinese. Try to speak. 
No, because the fruit is like, there's like 10 cents there. It's so cheap. All the produce is so cheap. I'm like, I, <laughs> I didn't bother. But it's like, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, that's, but I'm yeah. surprised that he didn't make assumptions. I guess I would have assumed that he would have assu- made assumptions of you, especially if you're saying Asians are yeah. so rare. Yeah, that's what I would have thought too. But I think there's like, an, there's like, I don't know. Uh, like, okay, so I kind of wrote like a little thing about this for because we were taking English 393 to like a professional <laughs> writing class, so I had to like write about something. So I wrote about it like that, and it was I kind of had to do some research. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like there were like a few articles about like racism in like Spain, just because they're like, um, just because like Chinese people like look different, you know. And then, but I think it said something about like kind of like declining as like generations like go on. Like it's not as serious. But, you know, you still kind of feel like, you still feel out of place a little bit, mm-hmm. I would say, just because there isn't a lot. But there were a lot of ads for Japan, <laughs> I'll admit. Like, like a lot of take vacation to Japan Oh, really? Ads. Wow. Yeah. I think anime was actually kind of like a thing. Like, I saw a dude with a Naruto shirt <laughs> in one of our classes. So I was like, okay. So, it's like kind of there. But it's, um, it's like, yeah, still kind of, still feels kind of out of place. Do you think that like, people, like, assumed you were... I don't know if you ever talked to anyone about this, but it was the assumption that you were like American, like a student studying abroad who was happened to be Asian or like you're like maybe an Asian tourist, you know, like, do you think they made that distinction while you were there or? Not really. Honestly, um, the, most of the people did try to speak Spanish like to mm-hmm. me. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I still didn't really understand what they were saying, <laughs> but <laughs> so that's on me. So... Yeah, but then, yeah, in, like, other places, like, when we went, when we went to Morocco, there, when we were just walking around, like, some guy would be like, hey, Jackie Chan! <laughs> and I'll be like, what's oh, no. up? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that was, like, a little weird. Mm-hmm. But generally in, like, the major cities, I think it's, like, at least Madrid, it's not as bad. Because Madrid's not as touristy, I would say, of a Spanish city as, mm-hmm. like, Barcelona or somewhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah and tim you said that it was a pretty diverse in the area you were living but when you were traveling yeah. to different countries did you notice anything different or maybe like when you're in a group of like young ish looking like 20 year olds <laughs> it's almost assumed you're tourists or you're like a group of yeah. school kids so i guess like yeah like if i'm if i if i'm traveling with a like a bunch of people i think they just assume but even even when they know you're like i think a lot of times like Europeans experience with Asians is like as a tourist mm. um so like they, ex- they there's still a little bit of like like I was in Rome and uh we were at the um the forum like the Roman forum and like there were there are like a lot of like um scalpers not scalpers but like people selling like wares to tourists like tourist traps I guess mm-hmm. and like they would try to get like me and my friend's attention like just like yelling like nihao or like something like that and like we were just so annoyed with them the whole time and um yeah like it, they can be kind of rude there uh so yeah i don't know like edinburgh was like everyone was super like i think it was unique because like i don't know the campus was so diverse but like everyone there treated me like pretty well and like it was like i was in the states or like kind of like college park but not really i guess but <laughs> when i was traveling it 
I definitely did feel like that outsider kind of perspective. Not not only because I was Asian, but also because I was American. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and they can kind of like pick you out too. Mm. Wait, Tim, do you remember when we were in what? Keep going, Linda. Oh, sorry. When we were in Taiwan, did you feel like we appeared American to them? Uh Because I remember feeling so like accepted when people would come up to you in public and start talking to me. But I know that we also appeared very Mm -hmm. American. Like when we all went to that dumpling place together and we were so loud, I felt so like we're obviously (laughs) American. (laughs) But did you also feel kind of similar? I think appearing i think it's different or like not like super different maybe but like i definitely felt like more like at i wouldn't i don't want to say at home but like more comfortable in like taiwan and china Mm -hmm. just because of the fact that um like if i don't open if i don't open my mouth like it's pretty hard (laughs) for them to tell you know Mm -hmm. so like um there's it's a matter of like familiarity, I guess, or like being able to blend in because even, even if I didn't like say anything or do anything like in Europe, I still kind of stick out like as like foreign. So uh, the treatment per se might be the same though. Like I didn't really, no one really slighted me. I don't want to like make it sound like um, Europe's like super racist or anything, but like, you know, like, most people are super like friendly and like you don't really feel the like any like sort of xenophobia but like you know on occasion you kind of notice it Mm -hmm. but in taiwan and china i think it's even less so because you can just like kind of get by and fake it you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah when you were talking about like campus like in edinburgh versus like when you left that bubble it kind of is like when you're in college park or in a fairly diverse university and within that college city you feel or at least I felt at College Park pretty like you know I knew there were Asians other Asians on campus and things like that I felt safe Uh, but then when you think about like people who go to the Midwest or to places that are less diverse even within the U.S. like I've never considered what that's like to like leave that bubble so you would say so to leave your bubble of College Park go to another country and then on top of that, even when you do open your mouth and you can speak English, you're like American on top of that, which does have its own like biases in a different country. So it's like dual, yeah. I guess, double it. So yeah, that was definitely my own personal. I mean, there were many reasons why I didn't choose to study abroad, but that was kind of a thing too. Like if you were to go to Europe, you would be mm-hmm. dealing with both of those identities uh, versus like yeah. Sally, you wanted to study abroad in Hong Kong or another Asian country. Maybe it would have been a little different there, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to say though that like anyone who's listening who's considering studying abroad, uh this is not a big uh, <laughs> big thing in everyday life. Um it's like maybe once or twice throughout the course of like a whole semester. Mm-hmm. Or at least for me. Yeah. Like in Edinburgh, yeah, no. like maybe in Madrid it's like No, Madrid. But... No, it was still pretty chill. There were like some pretty bomb ass Chinese places still. <laughs> And like, <laughs> yeah, we went to like a really good Sichuan place. And then there was like, they called dim sum Chinese tapas. <laughs> oh, really? So it's like, yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. No, it's like it's like you're pretty fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Sally, were you gonna say something? 
No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I guess we talked about like making friends versus uh, local friends or having friends with you. But uh, I just know from talking with Stefan that his experience was much different of going alone. And he didn't have that many UMD <laughs> friends to go with him. And I guess we already kind of talked about this. But like, do you think you would have studied abroad if you were alone? Or did you know other people studying abroad from different schools who were alone? And maybe you could kind of share their experience i don't know what i'm trying to get at but basically uh-huh. like how how often did you interact with your umd friends and like not rely on them but like did you see that as a sort of like a mini community already there like preformed? yeah definitely like i think the fact that i knew people going like not just umd friends i had people from my high school that were going mm-hmm. like from different colleges so like i definitely had like kind of friends to fall back on so like I wasn't incentivized to like go out and meet a ton of people. Um, but even then, like you, like you kind of naturally still manage to make friends just cause like you're there for so long. But, um, if, yeah, if, if it was just me alone, I probably would have had too much social anxiety to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, respect to Stefan for going there <laughs> mm-hmm. by himself. That was kind of like intimidating for me. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you said you would have social yeah. anxiety going alone because you're like one of the more like outgoing people outgoing. that I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't imagine like myself going alone. Yeah. I think it's just because I'm comfortable in the current environment, mm. you know, like because I, I've i just been here for so long and I have friends like, you know, being outgoing is easier than, mm. than when you're like surrounded in a foreign environment mm. with like people you don't know and like different culture and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i feel like if i studied abroad i would have just like stayed in the university bubble like made my own little <laughs> bubble in that university <laughs> yeah. and instead of actually going out and traveling which you have so many opportunities to so i feel like i might have like low-key wasted <laughs> those kind of opportunities so that's pretty cool to to hear that even if you did rely on your friends a little bit you still like had those opportunities and you took them um yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah dave what about you um yeah having the umd people is like pretty nice there's like a because there's a whole like like maryland and madrid like transfer like program so it's like a lot of maryland people mm. that go to madrid mm. so it's kind of nice. feel like it's common and, like, the language for barrier CS. Is, like oh. Oh. oh c oh cs no not really because okay one of my roommates catherine she was doing like CS, but she had to go to like a separate school for her CS courses. So she was going to like two schools essentially, I think. Oh wow. Yeah, at, in Madrid because one of them just didn't like have the CS <clears throat> requirements that she needed. So it was kind of like and then I think for her it was like I think she actually did have letter grades for like one of them something or she had to like get like a, actually like a decent score on like stuff mm-hmm. like not like 50 percent <laughs> and it was like um yeah so that was like a little different yeah so cs people generally didn't really go to like madrid just because the programs there weren't as good for cs yeah that's why i took like my engineering courses there instead mm-hmm. it like fit better what did you think of like the but, teaching like in terms of being taught by i'm assuming that they taught you in english but you know 
Could you have done an immersion <laughs> be- being taught engineering in Spanish or something like that? Bro, no, this Loki, you were right, dude. I, oh, really? It was immersion. <laughs> it literally was. <laughs> okay, so oh my god, it was so confusing, dude. It was like, oh my god. Wait, hold on. I forgot the word. Let me look it up real quick. Um, it was uh, okay. So anyway, I took okay. So I took three courses basically, and it was it was like communication theory like electrical engineering communication theory like signals and stuff mm-hmm. which was actually like really well taught like the guy was like super nerdy and was like <laughs> like a really good teacher and i was like oh this is actually kind of interesting and then like a statistics course which was like was like okay well like i swear my teacher was actually just like in like a midlife crisis <laughs> this man was like this man was i don't know he was kind of like, on something but like we we took stat in high school timmy right so yeah. it was kind of just like like a refresh i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> so if you already knew it it's like whatever but this fucking crypto i'm sorry can i curse in this oh my god this cryptography class it was like it was in english quote unquote cool. English <laughs> but all the slides were in spanish the slides were in spanish and then you know, there's like, so some of the words for cryptography, you know, like Alice and Bob are like exchanging like passwords, sure. right? And you expect like the letters to like make sense, like P for password, right? But no, it's in Spanish. So it's a different letter. So everything's just different. Oh my God. And then when he gave us the review, like, like, like the review, like study guides or whatever, and like the practice tests, they were all in Spanish. All of the questions were in Spanish. All of the answers wow. were in Spanish. Everything was in Spanish. And I literally, I, I almost failed that class. <laughs> like, I'm not even, like, no cap. I almost failed that class. I was going into the final exam with like a 40%. <laughs> but, you know, through uh, perseverance and, uh, and strength, you know, I, I pulled through. So. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, the classes are really hit or miss. Mm. Um and learning in Spanish is uh, very difficult. So I kind of just like didn't really study much. So. Wait, Dave, did you go to Spain expecting to like really learn Spanish or maybe improve it? Or it just happened that... Okay. Like what was your level going uh, into it, I guess? My level going in was could like... Could you speak Spanish? No. <laughs> I could kind of speak and like understand enough to get by. Mm-hmm. And then there was like an option to like take a Spanish like course... Which, in hindsight, I really should have done, like, in Spain. Like, I didn't do it because I was like, I kind of just want only classes Tuesdays and Thursdays. <laughs> oh and God. the Spanish class was on a Wednesday. So, I, was, I just didn't want to do it. And then, yeah. It was, um, but yeah, my Spanish was like, okay. And then I kind of learned a phrase. Like, everyone there just kind of says, vale. Which is basically <laughs> just like, okay. So, you just say that to everything. And then they think you understood it. What does it. that mean? And then, <laughs> just like okay <laughs> that's basically what it means so they'd be like hey so make sure you like make a left here go right here go down these stairs and turn the knob 50 degrees left and you're just like vale <laughs> like vale uh, okay and then that's how you know they're like that's how, that's how they know you're like kind of real kind of real <laughs> 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 yeah Interesting. No, but seriously, if you say that, if you say that to them in response, they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, vale. 
How did you get around with the local people then? Like, did most of them speak English or you kind of picked up? Like going grocery shopping, I guess, or something like, you know, very casual, just like going about your day. Yeah, so most of the, okay, so a lot of the travel was just like on the train stations. And then, um, so you can like kind of like read the station names, right? Mm-hmm. And then usually, so you just have to like know your stop. <laughs> and then you have to know the ones at the one end and the one at the other end. And like, there was, I don't remember the actual name, but we called it like Paneer de Schmart. What? <laughs> <laughs> Does <even> <laughs> that was one at the end and the other end was like other so what? literally you just because if you know what you know the other oh one God. is the other way so you follow that and then for like grocery stuff <laughs> you're kind of just like um yeah groceries got a little tough because yeah. there's like some actual market market stuff so where, like people have like little stalls and everything um. and you like have to like get like your fruit and you had to like ask for the fruit. So there were a few moments where I just didn't know how to say like what I wanted. Like um uh there was one point where I like had to learn eggplant, <laughs> which I don't know anymore. Oh. But yeah, so eggplant kind of came up and then like strawberries, you know. That's Isn't like that frescas or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, something Sally. Like that. Okay, so okay. that was like yeah yeah <laughs> fresas and then you're like yeah so i kind of like learned like the grocery stuff at the time at the time is a keyword mm-hmm. i don't remember mm-hmm. most of it anymore but <laughs> but yeah usually you can get by and then sometimes like the people are nice like like obviously like after a certain point of them asking you things and you not responding they'll like kind of figure out that you have no <laughs> idea what they're talking about so you can kind of like like kind of get something going so but yeah there's a lot there's a lot of ways to like communicate without saying things mm. you know, that's what i learned body language wait <laughs> just point yeah, with body language. happens to be in taiwan when some i think i was checking out someone was asking me if i wanted a plastic bag but i didn't know that word in chinese oh, yeah. so she was like yeah we all some plastic bag and then i just looked at her like what <laughs> and then she said it in english <laughs> <laughs> and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, okay. No, so, okay. Whenever they hit me with something I don't know, I'm like, <laughs> but they repeat the same <laughs> thing, so it doesn't help. <laughs> yeah, and then they just give up and they say yeah. it in English. It's definitely that case of when you're traveling in like China or Taiwan, where on the outside, like you said, Tim, like you can pass pretty easily, yeah. or people assume at least. But then, as soon as you like open your mouth or fail to answer, like immediately, then you're out. You're like you're revealed to your true self. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I try to keep my phrases short. Yeah. <laughs> but like Dave is going like straight in, already looking like a foreigner. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my Spanish accent was pretty bad too. <laughs> it didn't really help. I guess this kind of like dovetails into our next topic of talking about the general challenges and limitations of studying abroad. Um, we already talked kind of about the language barrier and things like that, but what do you think about like, um, the cost of living or, you know, affording to travel? I think that's pretty cool that you guys were able to, you know, travel around to different countries, but like, did you go in with like a budget in your mind or kind of just like YOLO, like this is, I'm here about as well kind of travel, like, and then paying for things like while you were abroad, that sort of thing or any other challenges you can think of. Um, yeah, it's definitely 
so my lifestyle is pretty expensive um but like if you want to study abroad like if you just stay within your country like it does it it's actually like i'd say like arguably cheaper because mm-hmm. rent was way cheaper than college park and then like the price of food is actually not that bad um food is actually really cheap and then or i guess not really cheap but cheaper than the u.s mm-hmm. and then um yeah like i guess like just it just be like living day to day in your country mm-hmm. but since we traveled so much like we ended up because like we'd go we'd go out to eat every like every day or whatever for breakfast lunch and dinner on <laughs> while we were on vacation and then like also like ubers oh, like, yeah. from the airport mm-hmm. to the airport around the con- country or the city in general um bar tabs oh my gosh um, <laughs> you know like plane tickets there's just so many things to spend money on <laughs> if you're like constantly traveling yeah so uh well, I guess I should have. So yeah, like I should have asked first. Um, well, like, what does UMD cover? Or I guess it probably varies based on program. But like, when you enroll, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you've already like prepaid for your tuition. Does that cover living sometimes, or are you responsible for paying for like finding living and then like paying those you know electricity bill or whatever? Like, is there a package deal in some way or no? Um, for me, it was like you don't get anything except like tuition i guess like you get like your you get like your enrollment and you can go to your classes and stuff but like and they help you find housing Mm -hmm. but you have to pay for the housing and then you also have to pay like for all the accompanying like furniture and stuff that you get oh wow so like i needed bedding and stuff and then also like luckily my flatmates were like already had a decent amount of kitchenware and they were like kind enough to let me just bum off them so but like i like also like i'd kind of pay them back like i'd get the dish detergent i'd wash their dishes for them because like some of them were like kind of messy or one of them was pretty messy tim's oh god and then um yeah but like you you gotta like kind of a lot of it is your own expenses but like it's kind of the same as like if you were to be at umd right like mm-hmm. you have to pay for housing and you have to pay for meals yourself and stuff like that so mm-hmm. that makes sense dave do you think it's yeah. similar for you yeah the tuition is stays the same for you um just you just pay maryland tuition mm-hmm. at least but like when you look at the pricing for like what the actual like schools in Europe cost, that's some bull. Like <laughs> they're definitely making profit. I'm getting scammed so hard. The Europe schools are so cheap. They're so so cheap. Wait, so Europeans, Europeans were going to going for free at my school. So the tuition oh, for like normal regular students is like cheap or whatever. But then you mm. have to pay Maryland level like UMD level tuition. Yeah, oh, yeah. All yeah. your scholarship stuff still counts or whatever uh-huh. if you have any, but mm-hmm. you're still paying like wow. it's still Maryland tuition, which is like. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it makes sense, kind of. But yeah, and then housing is like they yeah they they Maryland has like their own connect mm-hmm. in uh, Madrid for housing, but they were kind of like they were a little difficult. I would say just because our apartment, um, our fridge broke, and then our TV broke. <laughs> what, what were you doing? doing? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do anything. Like the um, 
Okay, the fridge broke on itself. The TV also broke on itself. Mm-hmm. And then, but they were just really sus. Like this whole, like that whole like housing. All the housing people were just, were just kind of sus. But um, I mean, you, you didn't have much of a choice. I think you had to go through them mm-hmm. for if you were trying to study abroad in Madrid and then like live in Madrid from through Maryland. So you don't have much of a choice, and you can kind of strong arm them a little bit. Like, <laughs> Hey, we're we're CCing the head of study abroad Maryland on this Ooh. email, so you better you better fix our fridge <laughs> 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 and like cover the cost of the food that died in there. So, thank you. And they're like, uh, okay. But, and Dave, I think you alluded yeah. to Tim's living situation with his dirty uh, <laughs> flatmates. Apparently, like, can you speak more to oh that? Like, what was the situation of living with people, especially if maybe you didn't speak the same primary language or did you like what was that situation like for me or for tim either you could speak for your own uh truth dave my own truth yeah. okay okay our, our okay so everyone in our apartment was from maryland oh, except wow. for the alaska guy mm-hmm. and the italian study abroad dude but the italian study abroad dude was like very serious about like how he liked his stuff <laughs> um and then we had one girl with us uh, you remember her, Haley, right, Timmy? Yeah. Haley did not know how to wash dishes. Oh. Like, I, she, oh my God, like, she like made pasta or something. And then she, she said she washed that. And then when our Italian roommate came, oh. you know, to like boil something, he took the, like, the pot, looked inside, and there was literally pasta stuck to the bottom oh of the pot God. still. <laughs> and he was, he was livid. He was livid. And he like, when he like grabbed like the dirty ones, he would like put them back in the sink. And then, cause to like hoping for like the person to like, yeah, realize that they messed up and to like wash it. <laughs> But you know, alas, Haley's a, like slightly aloof at times, especially with <laughs> washing dishes. And then, yeah, so we had like a whole like fiasco with that. Just are there like, like RAs to yeah. mediate these kind of things, like, or is it just up to you guys to like fight it out? Uh, it's just like up to us because mm-hmm. we're in like it's it's an apartment. Like, okay, so not like student living. That, yeah. Okay. It's not. No, it's not student living. Okay. There's no like official student living. Mm-hmm. So it was just like random people and then just like okay. <laughs> but, yeah. He's like me and the Italian dude were chill though, because you know I did my stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I know how to keep the kitchen nice. But yeah, he was um very opinionated about the uh, <laughs> some other some of our other roommates. So um Tim, did you have a similar situation? Um well, we, like, I was, like, part of the student, like, everyone at Edinburgh, I think, or all the UMD kids, at least, and I guess, like, Berkeley and Brown, too, were, uh, like, put into student housing, so we had RAs and stuff, mm. um, but, yeah, like, everyone spoke English, so, you know, like, there wasn't really any problems communicating, but, like, since we were in student housing, and, like, upperclassmen live in off-campus housing, like, I was uh, rooming with like some freshmen oh. and then but like mm-hmm. one of my flatmates or two of them were like older because like Europeans take like gap years I guess like it's like kind of somewhat normal so then like they were still my age but like one of them was like actually just 18 and like I think he hadn't he hadn't really like lived with uh, 
other people before so he like didn't really wash dishes um it's all or like he the would, dishes like if you left them in the, <laughs> if you left <laughs> if you left them in the sink for like three days he would eventually get to them but like our sink is small and like like we like if we want to cook then we only have a limited number of like pans and stuff that we can use like we ended up just washing it for him oh. um so so yeah that was that was kind of like interesting but it's basically like living in commons i guess this is the best comparison mm. like my flat was very similar to commons mm-hmm. uh, oh, yeah, with like was. a kitchen mm-hmm. and like four four rooms and the um and a bathroom and like you know super chill mm-hmm. You had a but. nasty pile of dishes when I visited. <laughs> they exposing you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, no, because I no, went in like, and I was like, <laughs> no, because like I was sleeping on the couch, which was like in the kitchen mm-hmm. room. So like I went into like look at some water, right? And I'm I can't put my bottle like under the freaking sink because there's so many dishes, <laughs> like it's stacked so okay, that's high. Bad. And I'm like, Timmy. I knew this would happen with Timmy. Of course, it's Timmy's apartment. No, it's not <laughs> Timmy's me. like, it's not Dude. mine. I haven't cooked in a week. <laughs> it's literally not mine because I, I wouldn't cook. Like, That's true. I literally like order food or like I'd be traveling. It's like, cause I think Dave came around like when it was like final, like final season or like when people were prepping. Mm. So he like especially was like not really on point for like the dish washing game. Like, and I think also, like, my other two roommates, who are usually pretty clean, they also were studying, so, and, like, writing papers and stuff, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it just all kind of went to shit, but, yeah, not represent, not representative of the general state of things in my apartment. That's why you were traveling so often. Okay, enough. <laughs> enough of auditions. <laughs> Um, so I guess like an, a question I have is moving, living in these like foreign countries with like people you didn't know beforehand. How, what was that like? Like, because in UMD, you guys room together and then now you're like with these random people that you just met. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you hang out? Did you miss roommates? each other? <laughs> Were you like done with seeing each other <laughs> or did you miss each other during this time? <laughs> Oh, oh! You mean like David? Well, yeah, like you both and David. Are you talking about my my porn? Yeah, roommates well, or both. Like, my... like, did you miss David, or did you bond with your foreign roommates? <laughs> I mean, like, I definitely became pretty good friends with like my like foreign roommates, I guess. But one of them was French, so she um didn't really. I think there was a bit of a language barrier. So like, I I would try to talk slower, but like sometimes I think. Like, there wouldn't be much to say because I think she wasn't really, like, that comfortable with, like, talking in English mm. with me. Mm-hmm. Or with me, at least. Um, but the other two, like, one of them was my age. So I got along with her better. Um, and then the one that wasn't my age, or the was the one that, like, the 18-year-old, <laughs> um, he was a CS student. So I, like, kind of gave him some tips mm. on that. And, like, he still messages me about, like, math questions or CS questions. (laughs) So I'll, like, help him with that. But, yeah, I mean, like, the fact that you live with them, like, and, like, they were all pretty cool people. Like, I got to know them pretty well. So, Mm yeah. Yeah. Okay, but did you miss Dave? <laughs> Tell us the truth. Yeah, it's the real question. That's the, the real, real question. question too. Bro, I I would see Dave like at least once or twice a month. So like, <laughs> um, yeah, we'd go somewhere. I, I wouldn't say like there was any sort of 
missing going on, you know, like maybe like it it was nice to see him like at, at the start of a trip or something, but like nothing like on the scale of, you know, longing or desire. Uh, he's silence. just he's just afraid to say it. Yo, Dave. What about uh, you? Hey, wait, uh, my song, my song. He missed me so much. Did I miss Timmy? Oh, wow. Okay. Mm. Mm, I wouldn't call it miss. Oh, I knew he was gonna come around. You know? <laughs> I'm like his drug. Okay. <laughs> <He needs me. laughs> all right, all right. Don't get too cocky. I came for I came for Spade and Jesse. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's what he tells himself, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, it's fun. It's always good. Just. Uh, yeah. I definitely dumb. miss like um UMD people though, like Stefan and like and this yeah, Us? like just like yeah, you guys <laughs> yeah. didn't wanna didn't wanna say it outright. Yeah. No, but like yeah, like all my UMD friends, because like a lot of times I'd be messaging them or something mm-hmm. and you know, like just not being there and like FOMO. I met But also yeah, like but- yeah, I was having fun myself, so yeah, I imagine it's weird to like be gone because the the nature of studying abroad is that you like leave for just a semester most of the time, and then you come back, mm-hmm. and you've missed like a whole semester of like like if you were involved in TAS or like those kind of events. But it's also mm-hmm. like people didn't really miss you because they knew you'd come back. To me, it just seems kind of like a weird like you were gone, but then you're back kind of thing, and then you just get right back into it. But yeah, yeah. I guess I mean going off that I was like, did you guys miss us? You know. Damn! <laughs> 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 wow. Okay. Yeah, I will say yeah, it was weird going to those like TASA officer meetings without you guys. Mm-hmm. It was it was like everyone was so serious there. You know, I miss you guys like lightening up the mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like going to the events and stuff. IQ, we were the clouds. <laughs> yeah, still are. Passive board meetings. You know what's, <laughs> oh my God. what was also weird is that I think Stefan's talked to me about this, but like the fact that you would people like events would be going on and then you come back and you have maybe some freshmen or people who have like haven't heard about you or don't understand yeah. how funny you guys are. And so it's just weird. Like you are, you're almost like talking about these people like they've passed on or something. And then <laughs> when you guys come back, we have to like, reintroduce you to a new generation of people but i guess that's out- kind of weird yeah yeah i guess that's outweighed yeah, though by like getting to travel around the world so you know maybe we were more just jealous yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah no i did feel like we did kind of miss like some stuff that kind of yeah. happened though like so ecc like, like the upen ecc oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that yeah, was fun that then, seemed, like fun yeah I've heard, I've I've heard stories about it, but yeah, yeah, there were just like a lot of things that, like, it was kind of weird coming back originally because like, getting used to the whole like thing and like people like being like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. Where were you? Mm -hmm. Like, not like close friends, but like you know, acquaintances slash friends that you haven't seen in a while, asking where you've been, and you're like, yeah, I was abroad, but. Yeah, yeah. It was... it's it's definitely like weird getting used to, but it's nice that there's a summer to get back into like mm, that's living true. in the states. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. But now 
I will admit though, studying abroad, like even going to like all the like millions of countries that we went to, it did kind of make me like appreciate America Ooh. a bit more. Oh, say more. Like just because of like, like, <laughs> oh yeah, all right, you got it. <laughs> this place is like it's like relatively diverse, mm. like compared to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Like, you can really just, like, go out and, like, do whatever, say whatever, like, eat whatever, and it's, like, meet, like, a lot of people, and it's just, like, kind of normal. But, like, going around Europe, like, a lot of the food, I say, I would say is, like, very regional, um, and then, which is, like, nice, because it's, like, it's, like, good, and it's cheap. But then everyone you meet is just kind of, like, white, and then they're all just kind of, like, the culture is very, it's, like... The culture for each country, I would say, is very, like, ingrained within mm. its own respective, like, area. Mm-hmm. Like, if you go to, like, a different country, you'll feel like, oh, like, the vibe here is, like, very different. Or, like, if you mm-hmm. go to, like, Paris, it's, like, the vibe there is, like, a little different compared to, like, like Italy. Um, just, like, how the way people carry themselves and just how things are conducted. But then when you come to America, it's like everyone's doing whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. <laughs> kind of get with that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the people are like very, they're more very chill in Europe. But, you know, sometimes it's a little too chill. You know, it's like there's a whole lot of nothing going on. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, you know, I kind of miss like the grind of like doing things. Mm-hmm. But, if you were to study abroad know, and just, like, again, where would you go? Things that... Yeah. If I had to do it again, honestly. Would you even do it again though? Hmm. Mm, that's a that's a good I would question. consider doing it I would probably do it again. But not the issue is if I do it again, would I like really study? Mm. You know, I definitely wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd I'd probably let's see, what did I like really enjoy? I think Italy was cool. Italy was very cool. And I really like Paris, too. Because for me, Paris felt like the realest city that I went to. Just because I almost got pickpocketed. <laughs> and then it was like... It was like... That's I had, like, good vibes in Paris. <laughs> yeah, no, like, the rest of it... Otherwise, if you're just, like, a tourist, mm. you know, you're just kind of, like, watching things. I was like, you know it's what the I mean? interaction. Yeah, you like, see things that are, like, happening. It's, like, kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, the interaction. It felt like a real place. I was like, wow, this guy's really trying to rob me. This is great. I kind of know what but you that, mean, though. It's like yeah. when you go on vacation and you kind of get tired of being on vacation, like of inter- eternally being a tourist. And, you know, maybe yeah. that's what you were feeling in terms of like not having that grind feeling. You were just like months on end just be- being on vacation, I guess. Yeah. We're just like floating. Yeah. Floating. Like, it had its moments. So when you were pit pocket- but, um, pocketed, you were you felt more like in the like real alive like, connected <laughs> to the city <laughs> yeah i was like dang this is cool <laughs> yeah yeah but no that fool that fool reached into the wrong pocket that was my used tissue pocket i had a sinus infection i had a sinus infection so i was like i was like running my nose a little oh i mean i went to the doctor in madrid Ooh, how's that and that was kind of they had a translator for me because really? I didn't understand anything. Yeah. But it was like a really easy process. <laughs> it was like, I just like. Yeah, healthcare, healthcare like, is so okay, much nicer the there. Yeah, it's like really simple too. Yeah, so it's literally just free. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it's really convenient. <laughs> and the translator dude really is like nice. great too. Cause I'm like, I don't know, I don't know like medical stuff in Spanish. <laughs> so that was good. But yeah, no, and then the medicine they gave me was like really nice. Was it different um, than what we would get my... <laughs> in the US? <laughs> it was like actually like it was like a different brand and like different stuff that you like. You should have brought really some get. back. Um, <laughs> Spanish drugs. I think <laughs> yeah actually, no, I, I, I had the bottle back but i used it all up over there and i was like oh but yeah this like i think it's like chemically they're very similar but like i think because it's not it's like actually like kind of different just because it's you don't have to go through the uh mm-hmm. like the different regulations for what medicine is allowed so that was kind of interesting but mm. yeah tim where would you go if you want would you uh, study abroad again and if so where if i yeah if i were going to probably germany like um like the people there are all i'd say like it's more diverse out of all the countries i guess um but and like i don't know it's just like the people there all kind of spoke really good english and it just seemed like a really nice place and there was a decent amount of like food options um not that like food options are like the only thing that i go for but uh-huh. It was, it was, like, I don't know. It was, like, I guess the most, like, Edinburgh. Like, because I wouldn't want to go to the same place again. Mm-hmm. But um, I did like Edinburgh because of the fact that it was diverse. And then also, like, everyone spoke English. Um, and I felt pretty welcome there. So, yeah, probably Germany. Um, and I also, I actually do have a friend in Germany because I, I, like, met some people while I was, like, traveling in hostels. Oh, a like, special one of them lady was, like, friend. A student. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. you know, it'd be nice to see her again. Oh, okay. Oh. Oh. But, oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Is that, that that's like that answers the question, right? But like, also, I don't know if I'd be like I wouldn't have that many friends, which would also be kind of uncomfortable. So. Yeah, meeting yeah. local people I'd is definitely hard. But you can make friends really easily. It's harder than yeah. was it harder than you thought? It, um, I think like if you're in a school, it's not as hard. But like, especially now, like if I were to do like, I guess if I was in a school system, then maybe. But like, because like there are clubs and shit. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Like as an adult, like meeting cool people. And like not even cool people, but people your age. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of hard. Yeah, it's hard enough here in America. Unless you like go yeah. to bars and stuff. Yeah, yeah right. So. Yeah. Would you guys ever yeah. work in a different country? I was thinking about it, but the pay is so much worse. <laughs> oh really? But the lifestyle is really good. Yeah, I feel like the lifestyle is a lot better. It's because they actually like do very well, little. But like Dave, look here, we're even working right now. Like, hey, hey, yeah, like, someone started right at eleven. Today. Whoa! <laughs> oh. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't know. Like, I think I was, it's like... I was considering it because we do have a team in Munich. Mm. Yeah, just Wait, like the Dave, work culture in Europe. Yeah, the work culture in Europe, like, okay, I don't like, here, it's kind of just like, you like grind and you work, like, nine to five. (laughs) But in Europe, it's literally just like, lunchtime. (laughs) (laughs) We have the two hour lunches Um, still. (laughs) Yeah, lunches are long. That's like, actually just like, part of it. Like, 
go take a break go eat go take a nap go get a drink <laughs> do whatever you gotta do come back do some work mm, that sounds nice go home mm-hmm. i wish i could do that <laughs> <laughs> it's like peaceful it's i think it's like a i think it's like a much more relaxing work-life balance mm-hmm. um but you know it's not for everyone like some people like like to actually like do 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 stuff <laughs> which you know it's like cool it's fine <laughs> But it's like it's very different from from what I saw there. It's like much more relaxed. Mm. So, mm-hmm. would you have any um, advice for yeah, you know we we carry some of that back with us for people who want to study abroad, like in regards to the application process, if it was super competitive? Oh, um, your program was kind of competitive, right, Timmy? Yeah, my program was pretty competitive, especially because it was like the one that had like the most CS students or like mm-hmm. the most CS credits, and they would only accept one or two people per semester. So, oh, so you were the um, water. <laughs> special. Um, yeah, I mean, like the thing is, like though, for that, like I know one of my friends who like applied and didn't get accepted. He just like applied straight to Edinburgh and managed to go that way. Mm. So. Like, just because you don't get into a specific program, you can still kind of go. It's just that, like, I think you have to jump through some additional hoops that, like, going through the abroad program at UMD, like, saves you from. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, like, in terms of competitive, and also, like, I think a lot of it is, like, based on, because they ask you for, like, recommendations and stuff and, like, your essay. But I think, like, if you just try hard in your essay and show that you care, like they're more likely to give it to you, even if your GPA doesn't like match up, I guess. Um, obviously I don't know if that's true or not, but like, that's what I, that's the feeling I kind of got. Cause my friend had like a decent GPA, but he, um, I'm guessing like his essay wasn't that great. Mm. So. What does your essay uh, have to be about? Yeah. Like why you want to be abroad? <laughs> yeah. Why you want to go and like, what you're gonna do? <laughs> and I just saying? lied. Like, what did I lied so hard. <laughs> what did you point to me, bro? I I like I literally was like, yeah, you know, I really want to ex- as like an Asian American, oh I just like you know, who's like <laughs> really come to come to like uh, I don't know, appreciate my culture here on UMD with like being involved in various student orgs, like. I I want to experience diverse cultures everywhere <laughs> and blah blah blah. Wow. Like that, I don't know, just like that kind of random bullshit. And then I had my sister proofread it because she's a better writer than me. And then yeah, so <laughs> that was kind of that so was kind your of just a bit. Your tip is to BS your application essay, is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, like just lie out of your like just make it sound. <laughs> like, you know, um, Glad we clarified. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you want to put it like that, like, yeah, like you don't really have to tell the truth. It's not like they'll know. <laughs> but, All right, Dave. Um, and also, if you don't make it, like, you can go to a different. You can like yeah. go through it, and you can really still go. Like, it doesn't really hold you back mm-hmm. much. Yeah. Well, uh, honestly, I don't remember <laughs> what I did. <laughs> you kind of just like fill out a form and like talk to like the like advisor people to make sure that it all fits like i'd say if you like plan like at least a year ahead a year like mm-hmm. actually plan it like legit have a plan 
I'd say everything goes a lot smoother. And like keeping your GPA above whatever the limit it was, like three or something, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, yeah, I think that helps. But like this whole Maryland and Madrid program was they accept like a lot of people, mm. like a lot, a lot. So it wasn't like, as competitive. People get, yeah, people didn't really get rejected. Oh. So because mm-hmm. there's a lot of classes and like they want that money, of, the UMD like, money. Schools. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. You, like they want you to like they want to scam you, so <laughs> they let you. In. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, it's like a pretty easy process mm-hmm. for for my perspective at least just make sure you plan it out otherwise your like senior year schedule can get a little funky um yeah but i got lucky i think um otherwise i might you know things could have been a little different I would a say. super senior uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> look the credits the credits are getting real close yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> but um yeah, no, I made it work. But yeah, you just the thing is you have to apply for a visa as well, oh, wow. which takes a couple of weeks. So you need you need to like have like a passport and stuff, mm-hmm. like all updated mm-hmm. and everything and get your um it costs like a hundred bucks too. But um Oh yeah. yeah. Cool. Going to the UK, you can just go with your passport. So you don't so need a visa. Like a lot easier for me. Yeah. Oh. You need a visa for the EU though. Mm-hmm. Um, um yeah and then i don't know what like the whole uk eu situation is for that like how that affects things oh yeah because i went before brexit Mm -hmm. so yeah so that might be kind of different well but to wrap it up do you have any overarching advice it could be connected to anything like making friends or like what to do when you're abroad or preparing or how to transition home do you have like any like if we were to say that we wanted to travel abroad what would you say is your like number one advice or something you wish you would have known i think i kind of regret not staying in edinburgh more oh um Mm -hmm. but also it's like the grass is always greener on the other side so (laughs) like i did have a lot of fun traveling but also like some of my other other friends that stayed they like made some pretty good friends that like i i also became friends with those friends but like they're still like they have calls and stuff like to like Aww, i guess like feels left out. <laughs> which is yeah like i don't know like i'll like talk to like my flatmates on occasion but like you know it's just, like not the same i guess and mm-hmm. like i didn't really get to experience the culture i guess um but also i really did enjoy a lot of my trips so <laughs> i guess that it's like also cheaper i guess to stay in the country and it's probably not as bad as like like just staying there so yeah i guess that's my tip like you know don't get too like caught up in traveling and like kind of appreciate where you are as well good tip i would say learn the language (laughs) like pretty (laughs) solidly i would say like you don't have to be like fluent but like at least kind of know what's going on yeah in Um, case you end up in the hospital yeah (laughs) Yeah, I kind of <laughs> knew what was going on. Uh-huh. Like, I almost kind of knew what was going on. So I like I could get by. But yeah, I would say learn a language and um, take advantage. If you're going to Europe, take advantage of like all the traveling. Like, and really get to explore like your country. I would say, I mean your city too. But like, um, yeah, you'd find like a lot of different regional things just within 
the country. And don't be afraid to like solo travel. Mm. Like if your schedule doesn't align with anyone else's or if there's some place that you really want to go to, um, you know, just go for it. YOLO it. Solo travel is like chill. It's fun. You meet people. Wait, did you go for it? <laughs> yeah, I went to a few places by myself. And then you like, like in the hostels, you can kind of, I met like some guy who like, who said he played for like some, some college here for like some basketball thing. And then I was like, oh, cool. I don't like some actually like good school. And then he was like, yeah, then I like broke my leg. So I came back to Europe. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Okay, that's terrible. And he also snored like really loud. But I mean, <laughs> you can like meet some interesting folk in the Yeah, hostels. you meet some pretty cool people. What are these hostels like? Yeah. Are they like cheap hotels or like shared living? Yeah. Yeah, yeah shared, shared living. living. And like you meet really cool people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, yeah yeah just imagine like your dorm room but with like like four bunk beds oh wow basically. <laughs> and then everyone's just kind of yeah. like there and you're just like hey hey <laughs> and, like know anywhere to go around here and, like well i went to the playground the other day i was like oh was it fun yeah great <laughs> like, see ya. so um but yeah uh yeah like honestly just kind of yellow it just like do what you want to do because it's a pretty valuable time and experience that you will not get back so if you if you have to make if you have to question like should i do this or should i not just do it (laughs) you're not gonna regret it yeah well thanks y'all for the great advice and i hope that our (laughs) listeners um if you're considering study abroad even during corona times i hope that eventually you'll have the opportunity to study abroad and if you're considering it just do it like dave said so i didn't do it and i regret it so much now looking back because i mean there's no other time that you can just go to a country and like not really have that many responsibilities and live there for a while so well whatever it's in the past but (laughs) um thanks for sharing your experience (laughs) with us today and it was really fun listening to your stories of studying abroad but um, do you guys have anything you want to plug for your listeners? <laughs> yes. Wow. Thanks for asking, Sally. Oh well, actually, if you enjoyed what you heard here, check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mr. Fry Rice. That's Mr. Fry Rice. F-R-Y, not fried. <laughs> I couldn't get that one. So it's Mr. Fry Rice. Yes, sir. Yeah. If you have any questions, I guess you can ask. Is that for you both chat. or just for Dave? Oh, it's just mine. But, but Tim's usually there. there. <laughs> <laughs> so, Good so to know. Like, yeah, if you have any questions for us, we could probably answer them. On Twitch? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. I do live, live Q&As. <laughs> office hours, yeah, pretty office much. Hours. <laughs> office hours every night. Well, not every night. Randomly. <laughs> just, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, follow us on Twitch. If you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram at movingalongpod and check out our Medium blog for all of our bonus contents. You can follow us there at movingalong.medium.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.